Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate the Jeep life and everything that comes along with it, from the sand to the rocks to the mountains to the malls. Get out there and enjoy your Jeep life and hopefully play us while you're doing it. I am your host, Jeep and Terry, and as always, I'm joined in the studio by the two best co-hosts that you can possibly have. And this week, I'm joined by Dr. Don. Woo! What's up, buddy? Nothing. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, living life. Hat, man. Thanks, I like man. that Moab. Moab. Oh yeah. <laughs> you remember which one you had on? Yeah. <laughs> Not until you said it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this hat too. It's, yeah. it's a nice it's hat. Cool. I think I got it in Moab. Yeah. That was a mail order, huh? No, it definitely wasn't. Right. It 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 was like six t-shirt t-shirt shops later. You know, looking for that right hat that fits your head right, right, and right. and kind of pays it in. Well, you're not a cowboy. No. Although I almost bought a cowboy hat for that trip, for that trip, because I thought, you know, I'm gonna see what well, persona listen, you can't, goes you, along, but I you, can't. You can't do the cowboy hat without the cowboy boots and the buckle. So, uh, you know, I mean, you got to gear up, man. And my shorts with cowboy boots would not yeah, be. No, I think nah. it'd be totally cool. That would. That is a look. That is definitely <laughs> a look. That will be a. Look. And a time when yeah. different yeah. is accepted. That's you true. Should just go for it. I'll do it with you. See, this is what the epi- <laughs> this is what we miss when Doctor Don's not in the studio. Uh, there's you know a slight bit of absurdity and a, a whole bit. lot of love. Heck yeah, man! I love it. Breaking Billy, what's happening? Oh, you know, just same old, same old, working in the garage. Uh, yeah, you've got a lot to do. <laughs> I mean, to get to get Reaper ready for There's the Philly like Auto Show. Ten pounds of dirt mushed into that paint. Yeah, and it is. It's coming up, but now it's polishing a turd, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but man, you know the stuff you've done with that this year has been, or this past it, year has been. Let great. me tell you, it shows. Um, it has its beauty marks. Let's put it that way. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, you know, and it's 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 great to 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 get out there and do that. I mean, I love that you're you're a you're the off road king beat it up upside the mountain yeah and then i pull it in the garage and like over the winter i'm like oh i want to polish the crap <laughs> out of right. it so it looks Sorry. really good for next year so it slides off the rocks <laughs> well speaking of sliding off the rocks i yeah. think there might be some modification in the future oh yeah of um some boat sides for it Oh. I thought you were going to go with like two thousand pound casters, <laughs> right behind the wheels, yeah. like right behind the wheel yeah. tires. Four of them, one in each corner, right behind and yeah. right in front I of the back ones. That. That's a good yeah. idea. I yeah, mean, Cletus McFarlane like walled a NASCAR. That is true. So why can you it not works. do that? Like off road casters. So I was actually thinking about. I saw um, the altered YJ on Instagram just did a really nice set of boat sides that. Are they have like a polycarbonate? It's the same stuff that they use on like the jet boat no, and jet boats. So yeah. the, the the big thing right now is with jet boats, like guys are they'll jump stumps and they'll jump yeah. dirt. Yeah, yeah. So they put the polycarbonate on the on the underside. I don't think it it's poly something. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever. They put it on the underside of it. It's just now they're starting to use it for off roading too. And the truth of the matter is, the stuff's like slides. It does slide much better than metal. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so it's, you, and it's cheaper and yep. it's and it's lighter. So you create a substructure underneath of it, and yeah. then you put your 
you know, you still use you your get, quarter inch plate. I think as you a get side. well, right? You have to use it. Has to be. It has to have a plate underneath. Yep. It's not rigid. And enough then the you the basically put like um, countersunk bolts all the way through it. All right. So that's and an outboard uh, outboard motor. Heck yeah, both sides and outboard motor. We're <laughs> we'll, trolling through we'll, this. We'll throw three outboards on the back of that thing. <laughs> we are getting our forty-three foot Chris Craft on. It <laughs> just comes in a hundred and thirteen inches. Um, polypropylene of, slide of Reaper. I'll take it. It's all polypropylene. I, I polypropylene believe polypropylene is slide is well, what the 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 people's out let's there. Let's Google say. it. Yeah, why don't you Google it I'm while I go that. on to the? It sounds expensive. Uh, so. <laughs> Let me tell you, I I got out with with um, friend of the pod Jason um, yesterday. Yesterday, and we went out wheeling. Where? I don't know that it's the same. It, all right, Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Oh, he messaged me about that. He didn't, yeah. I I didn't know that you went. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I decided literally last second that I was going. Um, let me describe what the Pine Barrens is. It's this massive state forest. Yep. With pine trees. Pine trees. Lots of them. And sand roads. Lots of them. And for miles um, and miles and miles. I, I I'm trying not to sound super condescending condescending right now about it. Mm-hmm. But we started out, we were the, you know, a, a decent sized group um and it was a, it was great to be outside let's start there it was great to be outside if it was springtime and the top was down you know and picnic and all that stuff and it was just a, a leisurely day out it would have been spectacular been awesome for that yeah there was the the hardest obstacle we had in the entire day was a very very narrow trail with a lot of brush on each side. Um, mm. You know, given your paint so stripes, it was, it was dirt roads. It was dirt roads. Okay. Um, you know, first two years I owned my Jeep, I would have been all about it. I still am. I still love that. Um, but it it was great for uh, you know a couple hours. And then after that, you're like, uh, okay, where's a rock? Where, where's a down so tree you, I can cl- crawl look, over? You were looking for more. I was looking for something. And there was not more. No. They, they do have mud out there, as I'm reminded. Lot, lots of mud. Lots of mud. Lots of sand. I um, but we, n- I drove around any mud, else. but nothing else. Um, I... I actually enjoyed the fact that once we broke off from the group, Jason and I looked at each other and were like, uh, yeah, there's got to be more out here. Because they were sticking straight to the larger. I mean, literally, there was one spot that was wide enough to be a freeway, mm. flat enough to be a freeway, and sand, and nice and wide open. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so, so Jason and I um, broke off from the rest of the group. And we just went exploring. We if it had a trail on the map, we turned down it. Right. Just to just Were you to using go. Using Onyx off road. I was using Onyx off road. Okay. So um, big and, shout out to Onyx off road. Um, it wasn't detailed enough because okay. some of those trails looked exactly the same as another trail on the map. 
Gotcha. But it was impassable because of the brush. Right. And I don't know if if you know that's because of what this the state park provides. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, Onyx Road, Off Road does a great job of knowing exactly where you are and following you and be able to and drop, giving you a good satellite view yeah. of what's close yep. and um, which is important. It it is, and it, but you know, it, it was it was good to be out, but I would have rather driven an hour and a half in the opposite direction, yes, and gone to you know one of the off road parks mm-hmm. up in Cold. Uh, you, just, you were I'm, looking for rocks and I'm just mountains. I think again, I think it was a because it was cold and you know the top wasn't down, I wasn't feeling that. Right. I'm stuck in a in a Jeep by myself. It, it there wasn't a lot to it. It was so I I, I we we talked a little bit Jason and I talked a little bit about scenarios where this would really work. And it would work said camping. if you go to camp right. and you drive into a camp spot, you know, spend an hour driving to a camping spot in there and then driving out and going somewhere in civilization and, right. and drinking a beer that night. You know, that would, I, I could see that being, um, I think even just going back there and hanging out, setting up a tent, having a little campfire, yeah, out of civilization yeah. for a little while would yeah. be really nice. I mean, the campsites I saw. Yeah. Look, look great to, to do exactly that. Yeah. Um, so from that standpoint, it was great. I don't want to poo-poo on people that really like the, the, hey, it's great the off, Pine Barrens. Off-road, just dirt roads, you know, and that's your Jeep life. Right, right. And, you know, and to be honest with you, if you don't need a built-up rig to do any part of that, right? Um, it was... You know, if you're if you're just starting out, I think it's great to get out and yeah. and do that stuff. And it it was a lot less challenging than you know green trails at at AOAA, so you can feel more comfortable that you're not going to rip up your paved trail one on one. You know what the best part about the Pine Barrens is? What's up? Taking your Jeep and just blasting through that <laughs> sandy water at like ninety miles an hour, and then turn around and do it again, and then yeah. do it again, and, and then do, it, do it, again. it again. Right. Right. That's Which kind the of best leads part. us into our main topic tonight. That's our bet. That's the best part of the, and I hope everybody can hear the sarcasm in this. <laughs> right, I I definitely heard heard that. So that's you know kind of where I'm, you know, what I was able to get out and do. Mm-hmm. And Pine Barrens is beautiful. Something like that is cool because you never know what's around the next corner, and Pine it's trees. huge. Well, yeah, but there's cool things to see. Now we did find like, um, like the ruins of a of, State of Park a little is, village, right? And that's that's what I mean. There's there's cool stuff out there, and there's history. Well, that's when we broke up, broke off from everybody else. We were able to go out and and do that sort of thing. Do because right. to be honest with you, that was what was fun was just going and doing this trail, mm-hmm. and then going, oh look, there's an offshoot. Let's go that way, and yeah, I didn't have to run it by committee. You know, it was it was great just to. To go who, by. Who there. did you go with? Um, Jason. Weber. Campbell. Campbell. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, That's cool, though. Glad yeah. You, I mean, you still enjoyed it. it oh, was sure. Still outside, sure. Still getting in, yeah. the, in the Jeep and driving. See, oh, I, like, I like doing that because guess who has to fix their own Jeep? And when we're on black trails, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You got to fix it. In, so. Inevitably, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And it, just the. 
just the ability to go and see something new or something I haven't done and explore, you know, I'm as good with that as I am. Yeah. And, you know, there were some sand pits that people were, you know, in our group just tore it up through it and ripping through it. And then, you know, as Jason says, you know, is it, is that the right thing to do for the environment? It looked like fun. Cool. I just chose not to do that because yeah. a I don't want to spend four hours cleaning sand and sand, sand and more right. sand. I mean, I literally spent. Well, cleaning. I mean, I mean, you want to talk about abrasive? Yeah. So that stuff, if if that gets into like you you bring that water up, let's say you wash out in the front, yeah. blasting through a puddle. I guarantee you, within a month, you're going to be replacing every idler tensioner on the front of that jeep engine yeah. you know? and, uh, not, and your not U to joints and right. your you know reset joints and so wheel bearings right. and every other bearing possible the same yeah. thing with people when they're out in the beach with their jeeps and they like splash in the water you know yeah, just, yeah that's so salt hard on just, them it is it, i i don't i go around mud no matter where i'm at i try yeah. to go around it and and avoid it i don't want to clean it yeah, it's I don't a want to pain clean in the it. rear. Um, so that's that's what we radiator. What we yeah. Our our friends over at Cold Case are reminding us that when it, that stuff cakes into your radiator, yeah, and true, it reduces your cooling capacity. Sits in the frame. I mean, that's that's a yep. big part of what rots out frames, rusts. Yep. Yeah. So it you know it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, got to hang out and meet new people. There were a lot of Yodas out there. That's cool. And um, what group was this? It wasn't a group. It was just people. It, people got online and said, "Hey, we're going down today." That's cool. And, and met up at um, nice. Well, we're we're pick a Lily Inn, okay. which by the way, the food and service there. As a restaurant was phenomenal. We went after That's cool. and it was it was terrific. And um I I love that part of it. It was great. The wings and wing sauce, mm, top notch. Mm. Um wings. Yeah. <laughs> wings. But yeah, that's that's what we did. And all right, so what's coming up in this episode? Um we got a listener email. We've got a ton of events. Whoa. That people have sent in. Um, you want your events um, read on air and, and done with us? You missed one. Info at gblifepodcast.com. Um, then Dr. Don takes us to the classroom with um, U-joints versus CV joints. Yep. Ooh. And so that should be a lot of fun. And if I missed one, well, I only went through May. I no, the one that's in two weeks. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, well, first you can catch myself and uh, a rig that Dr. Don is working on currently mm-hmm. at the Philadelphia Auto Show. Oh, right, right, right. In the Custom Alley, which is going to be downstairs, I believe, and Reaper is going to be on presentation, and that is January 28th to February 5th. Cool. All right, we'll add that to the, to the, to the events yeah. part. Cool. And then February 11th is the Polar Bear Covered Bridge Ride held by the Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania. Head over to their Facebook page to see that event. Burr. Yeah, it sounds cold. I think it means riding around with your top off. And no, that means keep your shirt on. 
Oh, I was just going to take my top off, I mean, my shirt off and ride around in the Jeep with you yeah. on. <laughs> just looking good. <laughs> All right. Well, don't catch Terry at the Polar Bear Plunge. <laughs> March 3rd to the 5th is the 60th annual. Can you help me with that? 60th annual Tierra del Sol Desert Safari. Yeah. There you go. Four-wheel drive club of San Diego is doing that. That's pretty cool. And then April 1st through the 9th is Easter Jeep Safari, hosted by Red Rock Four-Wheelers out in Utah. Yeah, in Moab. Yep. I wish I could be there. I can't wait to see what Jeep is going to release this year. That, yeah, that will be very interesting. That'll be interesting. Because it is the big release time. Yeah. April 8th is Dirt Road Court. Coalition Easter Hot Springs Off-Road Park Takeover. It's a lot of words. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> that that would be that would be a fun time to go ride around with with different people. I would love to do that. That would be a cool time. Yeah. Arkansas it, is kind of a cool state. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been there. I, to be honest with you, up in the Ozarks, it's gorgeous. The Ozarks are gorgeous period. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's gorgeous. But even the prairie, you know, even the Midwest's flatland stuff is cool. Yeah, I went to a Boy Scout camp um in in Arkansas and it was just it was awesome. That's cool. And then April 29th is Spring Trail Ride for the Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania. And then I can say also April 30th yes is going to be another trail cleanup. Oh. Partnering with Jeep Life Podcast, I think Tread Lightly, and Quadratech. Sweet. So I was I was thinking that was our Patreon ride. It can be. Hmm. Uh oh. We might have come. We 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 double booked. <laughs> we double booked. Oh crap. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll Either we'll get way, back to you on that. We're gonna get back <laughs> yeah. to you on that one. But we're planning to do another trail ride at AOA, uh, trail cleanup at AOA. Help Dave out and the great team up there. So, put that on your calendars. May 6th is Evolution Jeep Alliance Recovery for a Cause up at AOAA. Yeah. That's going to be another amazing event. They raise a super great amount of money. We're going to be there. Yes, we will be there for Recovery for a Cause. I am going to be leading the Black Red Crew again up there for that event. I think Don's going to be coming up, and we're going to be having a podcast tent up there as well. Nice. And then May 20th is Go Topless for the Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania. And that is actually a nationwide event. Yes. Where you get to take your top off. No, Terry, keep your shirt on again. (laughs) And do an awesome ride with a whole bunch of Jeepers. We're going to be heading up to Mountain View Winery, Brewery, and Distillery again for the fourth year in a row, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing event. So it, many Jeeps. Yeah, we so usually Jeeps. take about 100, 100, 150 Jeeps up to this yeah. amazing winery on the top. And of it that. is at the same same yep. place? Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. So, so that's where we're going to be. Hopefully, not really all those places, but they're the events that are happening possibly in your area. Some of the events that we're going to be at. So you can get all of that. Yeah. And stickers. And I took it all the way up through May. And then next month we'll add on June. Oh I gosh. think we'll we'll have a rolling 
cycle with that because it it would it, it once you hit June and July, it's every weekend. Yeah, it's crazy. It really it is, is craziness. But again, if you have um, you or your club, yeah, no doubt, <laughs> um, has an event that you'd like us to put on our event page, um, info at jeeplifepodcast dot com, and we'll get it on there. And, yeah, man. Um, Don, we got an email. A listener email. We do, but before we do that, we had a question about what they use in the bottom side of boats and what it's called. So there's two versions of it. One right. is polyurea, and the other one is actually called UHMW, ultra high molecular weight, um, which is a like a Teflon. Hmm. So that's so. That's what was the first one? Polyurea. I saw polyupia. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> Urethra. What? what? Where? Yeah. All right. So we're we're done researching that. Hard All right. Plastic. So we do, and I I uh, I saw this was on last week's too. I guess we just didn't get to it, huh? This yeah. Email. Yeah. We but it was it, it it it's a it's a cool email. Um, love your podcast. My daughter drives a 2000 TJ that I was going to build. Well, she fell in love, and now it's hers. She used to complain about the podcasts that I listened to because it wasn't the crappy music she likes. <laughs> now she has just started listening to you guys and mentioned she wanted a sticker for her little one. That's the name that she chose for her Jeep. If you would send us one, we would appreciate it. I just hope I can get another one and keep it this time. Thanks again. Looking forward to meeting you at all the upcoming events. Well, George, we'll actually send you two stickers and then you can keep the second sticker. I think um, I know what he meant. Does he does do you have his address? No, he hasn't sent his a- address. All right, in George, yet. if you're listening or um, your daughter's listening, the little one, make sure to reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. Send us your address and we're gonna get you some awesome stickers. Yeah. Yep. So we'll For get sure. those out. But I appreciate that. And if you have an email you want to share with us, then let's do it. I know that um, our good friend of the the podcast, um, Roy, um, said, what about Jeep Beach? And that's way down south. um, And that's in April. So last week in April. That's the warmer weather. Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll put that on there, too, for for next time. Yeah. but anyway, yeah, if you if you want stickers or want us to read your email on online Apple info at jeeplifepodcast.com and we'll we'll get that out there for you. And we appreciate you, George, for for doing that for us. All right, we're down to it. We're ready here for our main topic and it it's these are important things to know. <laughs> Are you going to be doing them yourself or whatever? But I think this is good information. It is. So, I mean, this is why I got into it. I knew that, and and there really is only one company that makes CV joints for Jeeps. Um, Now, that's Wrangler. If you get into, like, WKs, WJs. Yeah, that's totally different. They have have independent front axles. And that's a different type of CV. Um, no, they're, they're, they're Zeppa. They're Zeppa. Well, I mean, like, it's a different well, style. Well, it's a tripod. Of, right. So that's a tripod. You're right. That's, but, but, um, the one joint is, the other is a Zeppa. Um, but anyway, um, I, I always knew which one was stronger, the RCV, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to shed some light on how much and why. And so that we get into a little bit of that and we get into, 
you know, a little bit of, of how they're built and stuff like that. So U-joints. Um, Basically, a U-joint is a connector that transfers rotation when there's misalignment between two rotating shafts. So that would be the snub and the inner shaft, like on your axle, your front axle, right. or yoke and your dry shaft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the cross-looking thing. It's the cross-looking <laughs> thing, yep. <laughs> so they're typically used in front axle assemblies with solid front axles, um, and they are used in front and rear dry shafts. On occasion, you'll see them in independent-style front and rear axles, um, but usually, typically, that's older stuff. I mean, most of the newer stuff we use um, U-joints on. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, not U-joints, CVs. Um, so there's two different types of U-joints. Um, we have a carden U-joint, or what we call a U-joint, and then a double card and U-joint. So a double card and U-joint is actually two of them together with a centering ball in between mm-hmm. them. Um, and we use that when there's misalignment between the driven and dry shafts. So um, when you're talking about dry shafts, there's two. Ultimately, to get a dry shaft not to vibrate, um, you need to have the same angle top and bottom. So yep. what we do is we use a double card and when it, when it can't be. Um, the one place that recently that we've used them, TJs have them on the mm-hmm. front dry shaft. Jay, uh, Is that because you, of the steep angle? Yeah, because yeah. it's so short. It's yeah, literally, right. Right. you know. Also, so. if you buy an aftermarket, say Tom Woods or a, um, you know. Like an Adams or something. Yep, yeah. Right, Adams, they have a double card. double card. Up, up by the transfer up the top case the transfer side, case, right. Yes. And then. And if you do go that route with those dry shafts, just be aware that you've got to pull the yokes off and change the yokes yep. out because the stock JKJLs are set up for a CV style dry shaft, and that allows for more misalignment and dropout when you put it at higher angles. Right. You mean the double card? Yeah. So yeah. you put one at the top, yep. and then you yep. put your. We'll get into it. Yep. Parts of a U joint. You have your journal or cross. That's the center section. Um, holds the bearing caps, needles, bearings, trunnion face. It's mach- the I'm sorry, the trunnion face is machined into it. Um, some U joints have a zerk fitting or grease fittings on them. Mm-hmm. Some are greasable, some are non greasable. Right, right. Some are packed for life, and some are packed you know, need for a little maintenance. Packed for a little bit. Yep. <laughs> bearing caps go over the trunnions and hold several other important parts in place. Uh, the needle bearings reside between the trunnion and the bearing caps. Oh. I, I blow those out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. They yeah. they turn to powder and go, yeah. go bye-bye. Billy, Billy and you joints don't play well together. Well, I mean, it was every trip in the, in the, in the XJ. All right. It was every trip. Right. You're p- and every fourth in the buggies. You right. buy them right. by the case. Yes. So... Um, Basically, the, the, the trunnion is a machine portion that kind of sticks out from the cross, and the bearing cap slides over. The needle bearings are in between that. They, they roll around on the trunnion. The trunnion is just a machined yep. face, and the bearing caps kind of hold them all together. It's so, a machined rod that sticks out. Let's pretend I'm not mechanically inclined. When you, when you say the needle bearings, most bearings I think of are encased, are, are s- spherical, right? right. These They're, are not. These, these are, are like cylindrical, cylindrical right. in, in like a clock set. So, it, right. It, right. And the idea is that um, you know, you're only rotating in one direction. Right. You don't need to load it. Like So like a like a tapered roller bearing has to have a load on it. These do not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it looks for, like a whole bunch of rollers. Yep. All the way around. Yep. 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 
And Perfect. if you look at it from the side, it's a whole bunch of just little circles. I wanted to make sure I was in the yep in the right ballpark. All right. So now at the bottom of that bearing cap is a grease seal. It's a small rubber ring. Um, and all it's there to do is to keep dirt and stuff out of the mm-hmm. trunnion bearing caps. Yep. So just a little seal. In fact, when you have a new one and you pull it off, you can actually hear it suction to the to the trunnion. Yeah. Yep. So, and then there's a snap ring that usually goes on above the uh, bearing cap that holds For front axle shafts. Is they have an inner snap ring and then there's also outer snap rings. On what? Um, so, like, drive shafts have outer snap rings that go into the machine face of the drive shaft, and then there's the inner snap rings, which are mostly common used on axle shafts. So, when you put them into the two yokes, you put the C-clips in. The C-clips, right, yeah. 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 Okay. I was just saying there's two kind, two okay. different kinds. All right. <laughs> All right. Operating angles. U-joints can operate as much as 45 degrees. Okay. Wow. But at high speeds, it's not recommended. Nope. So, And this is the research I found on Dana's website and an engineering website. Um, a 1310 U-joint, and this is really, really where I wanted to start digging and see the comparison between the two. Um, 1310 U-joint. So I actually got to pause you there. There are U-joints that go above 45 degrees. So there are there are performance U joints that will, right. but we're going to get into why it's not as good as a CV. Correct, and, and it doesn't matter if it's a performance or not. But but mostly what we're right. using is a, a standard a standard U joint. The thirteen ten U joint um, that's used that's commonly used in the Dana forty four and thirty. Um, can safely operate at a max of 30 degrees. Max torque of the 1310 at 30 degrees is only 130 foot-pounds, okay? And then it can t- the continuous is 700... And, I'm sorry, that's a 130 foot-pounds continuous, and then 790 peak. So you can shock load it. Up to 790 pounds. Right, but not a continuous load over 130. So, and this is where the difference, the huge difference is between like a performance U joint, like you're talking about, and an RCV style. We're going to get into it, but basically, there's a linear drop off as the angle increases. The amount of pressure that can handle decreases. So, there's a linear drop off. We don't have that with an RCV. RCVs remain the same strength at up to 45 degrees. Yes. Okay. So um, 1480 can operate at a maximum of 38 degrees. Uh, continue, I'm sorry, can operate at a maximum of 38 degrees. Continuous torque is 340 foot-pounds. And peak is 2,000. Yield is 3,300. They make loud noises when they go boom. Yes, they do. And they'll spray parts everywhere. And usually sparks. So U-joints, servicing U-joints, pretty easy. Um, and I'm not talking about replacing them. I didn't I didn't want to write the procedure down for that because that, that's like a whole nother, we get into a whole nother show on that. You use lube. You use an LGI number two for a couple pumps in it, and that's it. Do not bleed it. I cannot. So many people over the years have learned that, like, when you're greasing ball oh, joints, just bleed make sure it. it comes out. Right, and that is not good, and that's not the idea. The idea is to 
you know, get get a little bit of grease in there and then done. Because once you bleed it, you've ruptured a seal. You've you you, you can allow for moisture to come in because that that grease that came out, you're gonna wipe it off. The other part is the the rest of the grease is gonna now bleed out. So um, just a couple pumps doesn't take much. So when you and I've heard this term, Tom Woods, like rear drive shaft as a thirteen ten rear drive shaft. Is that the thirteen ten yes. yoke in yes. this? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, U joint. Yes. Yep. All right. I, I wanted to make sure that that yep. was in a thirteen fifty. Right. Right. All right. Cool. All right. So. CV joints, again, like the U-joint, it, it takes two shafts and allows them to operate at misalignment. Um, however, they're built differently. We, and, you know, to boot, the CV joints, we're seeing them, uh, I mean, the fact that the Jeep Wrangler has a solid front axle for this long really does surprise me. And it's like I keep waiting for the next model to come mm. out. and Try true um, proven. I, I think so at this point, but I do keep waiting because everything else has gone to independent. Everything and, else. And mm-hmm. you have CV joints in the front of that. Well, so. I think even, even what the, the all-EV Jeep that's coming up. Um, the Recon. The Recon is, is independent. Front, yep, independent. Right, not a solid axle. Which one? Which Jeep are we? The it's Recon the, EV. The Recon EV. It looks like a. a oh, is that the one? A that Wrangler looks like, and a Bronco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah yo, no, it absolutely yeah. is. Um, yep. so I, I think intentionally Jeep is keeping that solid front axle for the Wrangler, and then for everything else. Yep. Yep. Right. So, two different types of CV joints. There's a, there's a Rezepa, commonly found in front, solid front axles. And yep. the other one is a tripod. Now, the difference between the two, the Rezepa you don't need to account for suspension travel. All you need to do is be able to uh, allow it to, to operate at misalignment. Okay, so the, the, the tripod style... Um, Actually, the joint itself has about, on average, this is this is different, and you can get, again, performance stuff that may travel more, but for the most part, about 50 millimeters you'll, of, of total travel where the joint will slide in and out. Yep. Um, um, parts of a Rezepa joint, um, you have the housing that holds the inner race, the cage, the ball bearings, and then it has grooves machined into the housing that allow these ball bearings to slide up and down. Um, ball bearings themselves, uh, the cage, the, I'm sorry, the, yep, the cage, which Hold. holds the balls to, I knew it, <laughs> holds the balls, I was, was going to say it, ball <laughs> bearings to the inner race. Okay, so now here's how this works. <laughs> my my elementary what, school boy is coming out. What, uh, what holding has, the balls. What has 52 teeth and holds back a monster? <laughs> so the the way this works is in this housing, okay, you've got six grooves machined around it. You have these six ball bearings that are held stationary. By a cage, but I thought they can move. They well, they they don't actually. What happens is the housing moves. Now think about it: the inner race is splined to the axle, right? right? 
Then you have your cage. Yep. And so that doesn't move the rate the housing does. The mm-hmm. housing moves around it. Okay. So as you turn the wheel, what's actually moving is the housing. Mm. Not the not the race and the and the balls and all that. Now the right. the balls move around, they roll and stuff like that in the grooves, but they stay yeah, stationary. They yeah, they do. <laughs> Fucking guys. You said balls. Dude, I, you, next time you guys are doing something, I'll fuck with the two of you till you fucking both cry. Balls. Get it all out now? You done? Yep. Got all it. right. So parts of a tripod. <laughs> tripod is totally different. It operates on like these three roller assemblies that slide in and out of, of a groove as well. Um, housing contains the channels. Um, and there's what they call ball cases. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, which are also fixed to a spider and trunnion assembly. Um, and basically what this allows it to do is, again, articulate. So the, the spider trunnion assembly is splined to the shaft. Right. And, and that's stationary. That's stationary, inside. and it's got, like, roller. Right. It's, it almost, they look like wheels on the end, and they slide back and forth in the groove. But they're not moving. The housing is what moves. Right. And what gives it the ability to articulate and move Which is in and out to the outer side, right? Move to the move in and out is the um, is the fact that those tracks are so long. Yep. Um, all right, operating angles. So a Zeppa joint is good up to forty-five degrees, and I really, really, really had to dig for this with RCV because they don't make this. I actually had to do some math to come up with this number. But basically, um, at 45 degrees, it is good for maximum torque. And this is for a Dana 44, 1,580 foot-pounds. Yep. Wow. And like I said earlier, the difference is there's a linear linear decrease with U-joints that is not there with Zeppas. So right. let's say that you're on a rock face or on a ledge or up against a rock and you have your wheels turned all the way to um, lock and you're trying to climb this. It's still holding. And it's still holding and, you, and, you're, and you're loading the vehicle. You have about, with a 1310 U-joint, you have about a third less of you know right. strength to hold that together, so hmm. you three times the chance of breaking it. RCVs you do not have that. Right. Um, tripod CV joints operating misalignment angles are um, are as good as twenty six degrees, and they're known for not being able to articulate that well because they do have to have the inner and outer travel. Um, I couldn't, I mean, I could find, I found some torque ratings and stuff, but honestly, this stuff's all over the boards because there's so many variations of it. Right. Um, servicing CV joints. So tripod styles, you typically are sealed. And the only time that you're going to service it is if you're like replacing a boot, new boot comes with grease, you put the new grease in done after you clean the old stuff out. Mm. Um, you know, we don't really rebuild tripod CV joints anymore. Typically you buy a new half shaft. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeppa style um, are greasable, so they use a um, HLGI two Molly grease. I believe it's a triple zero grease. So if you have RCVs, you have to use a specific grease with them. Um, and the grease fitting is actually in the end of the axle shaft. Yep. 
and you literally just pump the grease right into there. Pretty sure that's patented. Yeah, I think it is. Too. What the grease? No, the that the, that stock design. Yes. Yeah, I think the whole shaft, the whole unit yep. is. Um, and, and the RCV styles are rebuildable. I just did a set at the shop. Um, they're not, they're not hard to rebuild at all. Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of nice. And the service kit is cheap. So, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. So they always remind me of a plunger. When when I when I see them on the you know front yeah, axle, yep. I, I or, you the know orange, yeah, the yeah. the orange or red, and yep. it yep. it definitely has that plunger look. Yep. I'm like, oh, we're just and that that RCV style. So the Rosetta style is the same style that like Mercedes Benz uses in the G wagon, mm-hmm. Land Cruiser uses, Land Rover uses, um, and the older stuff. So that is you know that is tried and true. Yep, bulletproof. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that. And that's it, um, more information than I knew. And now it explains why he blows out so many U joints. Because um, I put them in extreme angles and they are not designed to do that. And also I over rotate them at high angles on yeah. top of that. And they're not meant to do yeah. that. And then on top of it, I put dirt and, gre- and <laughs> right. mud and grease and you, into it and like sandpaper yeah. and then run them at high speeds. Yeah, that's yeah, not good. And that's not good. That's either. not good. I no, I love it when you bring bring information in, and I know that Billy and I turn into your worst nightmare students. Um, but you know, I, you joints. Uh, so when let, let's go back to that one, the RCV, um, like actual shafts, uh, they're more expensive than like a Sign- U joint, significantly, significantly, right? yes. But again, they're rebuildable. And U joints are too. I mean, and you can they are you can the put strongest right. axle shafts on them. So, uh, honestly, you want something that's bulletproof. Go with the RCVs. Bottom yeah. line, and and I knew they were stronger. I wanted to know why. I wanted to know how much stronger. Yeah. And you know, I mean, when there's no misalignment, I don't know that they're a whole lot stronger. And those numbers are really, again, really hard to find. I, I don't know that there's a whole lot of difference between a u-joint and an rcv i'm sure there is but not as much the big advantage comes into when you're at lock right. or you know there's there's mm-hmm. large amounts of misalignment so i'm gonna um try to interpret um misalignment when you so here when you i'll, use that I'll give you so imagine drawing a straight line straight through the shaft both both ends okay yep. now as you articulate that that line creates an x through the center of the joint Yep. Okay, that that um, that distance between in the X is the and that's a cosine actually is the misalignment, and that's the same kind of idea whether it's you know um, the drive shaft coming out of the the transfer case to the axle or in in their steering as well, right? Because anytime you turn your Turn your it's the tires. It's the bend in the axle. Right. Yep. Um, so it's, I just I just wanted to paint that picture. Calculation of yeah. Yeah. For me, because I when I hear misalignment, I, the only thing I go to is my, you know, wheels are out of alignment. They're, that's a bad thing. But in this case, misalignment is something that's absolutely necessary for our yes. vehicles to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. To right. Steer. Mm-hmm. So steering. Mm-hmm. It's um, 
axles dropping and changing mm-hmm. distance from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Changing the angle. We haven't figured out what we're doing next week, um, but be sure to check us out and follow us through that. Um, for Dr. Don, Billy, and myself, here's a big Jeep wave to you, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>